You have everything you need right now to achieve the goal you want to achieve. Whether we're in quarantine or not, you have everything you need right now to take that next step. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast, the place to be to gain a rock-solid mindset, create powerful habits, and leap into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, life and mindset coach, entrepreneur, and goal-smashing extraordinaire, Nicole Baker. I am here to bring you actionable and applicable tools that you can use in your own life to launch yourself forward, to gain that clarity, and to ignite your motivational fire in order to achieve anything your heart desires. If you have a dream that feels crazy ambitious, if you are an aspiring achiever, or if you know that you are ready to leap into a life that you absolutely love, then you are in the right place. I'm so happy to have you here, and let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast. It is Wednesday, just in case you needed an update, because this normally comes out on Tuesday, but yes, it is Wednesday. I'm not going to lie, this was a day, this was a change that I needed to make strictly for myself, from my own cup to be filled, and I took a day off on Monday because... First of all, I never take days off, and I learned how terrible I am at doing that. But I also really value the filling my own cup and really resting and making sure mental health is very much at the priority, especially in this world that feels like it's working against that. And to be able to do that, to have a day to clean my apartment, you... This apartment is spotless and it is so beautiful and I'm so happy and I've never felt more calm inside my own space. Um, We were able to like, because my boyfriend took the day off on Monday as well, we were able to like go to the grocery store and stock up on really healthy foods for the week. We were just able to do a reset and that felt so freaking good. Um, So I appreciate you all uh, being patient, but, um, there's a specific thing I want to talk to you guys about today. And that has to do with what the heck happened over this weekend, which is really exciting. And if you're in my space, if you're in the community, you know what happened. If not, I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, I ran a half marathon this weekend and that is something I have been wanting to say for eight flipping months. (laughs) And, I want to talk to you guys about goals today and more specifically how to adjust your goals and how to steer into the skid when it comes to achieving your goals during quarantine because I know that this has thrown a lot of wrenches in a lot of people's lives. No shit. (laughs) Like the world is kind of doing an upside down topsy-turvy uncertainty dance right now and we're all feeling the repercussions of that. But your goals didn't go away. Your goals didn't go away when the world decided to do a lockdown. However, (laughs) your goals will need to probably be changed. Your goals will probably need to be pivoted drastically, but they can still happen. I've seen a bunch of memes and people saying stuff like, well, 2020 is just a wash year. Well, 2020 is just not our year, so I like am going to eat all the foods that I know aren't healthy and know aren't making me feel good. I'm going to watch all the Netflix and not actually do my goals that I wanted to achieve. I'm going to yada, yada, yada. You guys know what I'm saying. But numbing. It feels like a lot of people are using this year to either numb and not do anything or the entire opposite 
and feel like they're now busier than ever. Um, however, I want to speak directly into the fact that your goals did not go away. And how can we, if you're on the busier than ever side, how can you make the time to get really clear, to get really focused, to get really driven in the direction of your new pivoted goal? And if you're someone who has been feeling like they're numbing and are kind of getting that that bubbling situation and like the what I mean is like the butterflies are saying like, okay, it's time. It's time to do something. I feel like something needs to happen. If you're starting to get that feeling, please listen to this episode because this is going to help so much. But I want to tell you guys a story first. So eight months ago, I decided to do something absolutely insane. At least it was insane in my head. And that was run a half marathon. (laughs) And I, let, let me be very frank with you guys. When I say I decided to like run a half marathon, my really not good runner ass couldn't run a half mile at the time, let alone anything beyond that. The idea of running 13.1 miles literally made my toes curl. It scared the living daylights out of me, but something inside my heart was saying, you can do this. And if you believe you can, you can achieve it. And let me tell you a little secret, guys. The more you follow that little voice that says, hey, you can achieve this, you actually achieve it. And then the more you see that little voice pop up in other areas of your life, the more you start achieving things that you thought was impossible in other areas of your life. And the next thing you know, you are living a life that literally was a distant dream three, four years prior. Three, four years sounds like a lot of time, but in the grand scheme of things, three, four years of following that voice of achieving things that you never thought possible, what a gift. Oh my God, to be able to learn that skill, that belief system that you can do anything. And you guys know me. I'm very tactical. I strongly dislike the podcast. I strongly dislike the speakers that are like, you can do whatever you put your mind to. You can do anything you want. Just believe. You guys, I I can't stand that because I need tactics. I need that step-by-step stuff. And we'll get into that. Trust me. But first and foremost, I want you to start identifying that little voice in your head that says, hey, what about that? That you know you can do. Can you do it? Can you make the time? Can you build up the habits? Yes, you can. Follow that voice. Oh my God. It's amazing. And the more you follow it, the more it's conditioned into your body and oh boy, you're unstoppable. But so I had that little voice and it said, you strongly believe right now that you're not a runner. And let me be real. That runner, that I'm not a runner belief was very correct. I was not. I was not a runner. But I decided in that moment, before I even hit the treadmill for anything above two minutes of running, I decided to embed a belief system that I am a runner. Seriously. I decided to start listening to podcasts that were about running. I decided to start um, developing a mantra that I would say on the treadmill, whether I was jogging, whether I was walking, or whether I was starting to run. And that mantra was like, I am strong. I am a runner. I am capable. Something like that. I can't remember it from the beginning. It obviously, it has adjusted over and over again as time goes on. But 
I started doing that, and then I started noticing the building blocks coming up. And then I heard about the Chicago Half Marathon, and I signed my little butt up for the Chicago Half Marathon because once I signed up, once I financially invested and committed, there was no turning back, none at all, zero zip zilch. And so I was so excited, and I was getting ready. I was looking up the course map. I was looking up everything, and then the pandemic happened. And we got the email. And the email said, we're so sorry, but obviously this is not going to happen. Obviously they said it much more business-like, but my brain immediately went, like slow motion, no, because this thing I'd been working towards for so long and believing and seeing myself crossing the finish line, hearing the crowds, like all this stuff, I was so so incredibly married to that idea, to that vision. And when that immediately was ripped away, I was sad. I was grieving. Now here, let me pause. I know that there's people in the world who are going through crazy hard things right now. I am not in any way diminishing from that. We as human beings are allowed to grieve the things that we were so excited about during this time. That does not take away from anyone else's hurt. That does not diminish our empathy towards them. I want to get that really clear. And this is for you guys too, because I was talking to some people and they were saying like, I feel terrible for feeling sad that my vacation's canceled. I feel terrible for feeling sad that my brother's not able to go on his honeymoon. And it's like, you're allowed to grieve that. You're allowed to feel sad. You're allowed to feel sorry. Because the world's different. You're allowed to let that feel. You're allowed to do that. So please get that. Please listen to that. But I was really sad. And I was having a conversation with my boyfriend because he's in on this with me. He's committed to the run. And I looked at him and I said, we're still doing this, right? And because he's the most amazing man in the world, he said, oh, absolutely. We're going to find a way. We're going to figure it out. So I went immediately to Etsy (laughs) and I got, um, I found like a little small business that sold bibs, that sold metals. I designed the pattern and we sent it on over. We designed t-shirts and we did whatever it took to make this feel like a half marathon other than running the actual 13.1 miles. So we got the metals, we got the bibs and my amazing friends because when you're in a race uh there's like all all the streets are lined with people who are cheering on others and like that's so fun and that's honestly something that carries a lot of runners through to the end and I was like that is going to be the thing that I miss the most that's that energy that that push and so I contacted a few of my friends and I said hey we're going to be running by your place around this time will you cheer us on. Basically, I at first I felt petty for asking that, but then I was like, no, I am doing whatever it takes to make this feel real. And because they are the most amazing friends in the world, I felt no remorse for asking them and them immediately replying, oh my God, yes, how can I support you? And ugh, just amazing people. I love you. Amanda and Ari shouts to you guys. You're amazing. Um, but so we did that. We like ran down their street and they were had signs. One of them ran with us for a hot minute. Like that was just so special. And then to put the icing on the cake, I knew that something that was extremely important to me was to finish the half marathon 
with my dad. And backstory, my dad ran his first ever marathon and towards the end, as you can imagine, at the end of 26.2 miles, it's challenging. It's really hard. And so um, me being the youngin that I was at the time, I ran out and finished the last like 0.1 miles with him. And I knew that that was something I wanted to could devote to in this. And so um, at the very last minute, at the 13-mile marker, I gave him and my mom a FaceTime, and they finished the half marathon with us. And that right there made it feel so real and made it feel so special. And so I, I tell you guys this because of a very specific reason. When we feel like our quarantine goals are ripped away from us, we have two choices. One, let it go and say, hey, this is not my year and go back to whatever you were doing before you decided to reach for growth or decide to do something that's way easier and not hard and not out of your comfort zone or decide to do Netflix and chill and margaritas and that's it during this time which is indefinite right now. We don't know when this is going to end. Or you can pivot. You can steer into the skid. And you can figure out how to make this time work for you instead of against If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. It's to you. And I chose very adamantly the latter. Now, let's get into the tactics on how you can do this on your own. Like I said, I feel like there's two types of people in quarantine. The ones that are like busier than ever and wanting to achieve all the things which we'll talk on in a second. And there's the people who are feeling floaty. They don't really know if they have a sense of direction. So they sit, they watch Netflix, they sleep in till noon or one, and that's they're just kind of chilling and waiting until this is over to start their life. Let's first off touch on the first one. If you try to do everything at once, if you have 15 million goals and you say, oh, well, I have all the time in the world right now, quote unquote, there are the same 24 hours in the day. Please do not try to do everything. When I sometimes when I get a new client, I'm like, okay, what are your goals for this year? And they list off 20. And I'm like, okay, pick one. Only one. Because if you try to do everything, if you try to achieve everything, you will achieve nothing. Think about it this way. If you have a to-do list for 10 goals, how long is that list going to be? Insanely long. Versus if you have a to-do list for one goal, you finish that to-do list because it's a lot more achievable. It's a lot more broken down. Our brain loves things broken down. You achieve that and then you do the next one and then you do the next one. And then you do the next one. And next thing you know, those same 10 goals happen, but faster because you did one at a time. 
You have to focus on one goal at a time. Now, I do believe that you can do one personal and one professional goal at a time. I personally always do that. I'm in the process of currently making another personal goal because when you achieve one, the really exciting thing gets to happen of you make a new one and that's really exciting. So I do believe that you can have both if you intentionally make time for each of them separately. Hear me on that. When you have two goals that you're wanting to achieve, you have to intentionally make time for them separately. Some people I know do like Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's their personal goal day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's their professional goal day or whatever. Um, You can also do an hour a day devoted to your personal goal, three, four hours a day devoted to your professional goal. I don't know. Whatever that looks like. That's just some random numbers. It does not have to be that skewed. But you can do two goals at a time as long as they have a different direction. Does that make sense? They're two personal goals. I feel like that's a lot more challenging than one professional, one personal. So you have to have a direction because on the exact antithesis, the people who don't have a goal, the people who are feeling very floaty and very like, I don't know. Actually, one of my favorite questions right now that I hear from the people who are feeling that lack of direction is what's the point? Oh, that hit me like a ton of bricks, guys. And I, I asked them, I said, will you talk that out? What do you mean? And they said, well, I feel like right now, the world's so uncertain that there's no point. There's no point in doing that. There's no point in achieving my goal. And to which I want to speak, if you are one of those people, I want to speak directly to you right now. The world has never been certain. As scary as that is. The world prior to quarantine was just as uncertain as it is during quarantine. The only difference is, is that we're all a hell of a lot more aware of it. Life has never given us a certificate of certainty saying, here's how old you're going to live to. Here's what's going to happen on your day to day. Here's X, Y, and Z. No, we don't have that. And while that's really scary, that's also really powerful. And what we have with this time, we have to take with intention. And you can either numb it, And say, oh, well, that's just too scary. I don't want to deal with that uncertainty. Or you can find certainty in your own passion, your own purpose. I I hope that makes sense. I hope that lands with you guys because that really took me back. But so with these two different sides, I want to bring them together and talk to you guys specifically about how you can make a goal powerful right now. How you can make a goal achievable because you pivoted. So step one, here we go. Step one, figure out what goal you want to do. I recommend, especially if you're someone who's a little overwhelmed during quarantine, pick one. Please, God, pick one. And here's something really cool about our brains. Our brains love goals that are achievable, roughly, in 90 days. They don't really like goals that go past 90 days. Because then it's a little bit too far, especially our society right now. That's very, I want it now. We'd like to see that massive progress. And in 90 days, you can see a hell of a lot of progress versus two years. Do you you feel me on that? So pick a goal that you can roughly achieve in 90 days. 
Um, I know a lot of people right now are like, oh, I've been asking for this time for years to start my business. I've been asking for this time for years to have the time to learn how to read tarot cards. I've been asking for this time for years to learn how to crochet. You understand, but like, use, look at this as a gift. That's so exciting. So get really clear on what that goal is you want. A way you can do this is look at your goals prior to quarantine. Maybe you had three or four that you wanted to achieve in 2020 and look at those and say, okay, which ones feasibly could I do now? It might look a lot different now, but which ones can I do still? So that's step one, identify the goal. Step two, how do you need to pivot? This is really important because a lot of us will look at that goal and then start to feel the grief and then start to feel the sadness that it's not going to happen. That's okay. I, I want to I land that with you guys. It's okay to feel the sadness that it's not going to happen. However, you can choose to let that be like your throw in the towel or you can choose to let that be your driving force that this still needs to happen. It matters so much to you that you're grieving it. So how can you, instead of saying, oh, it matters so much to me, I'm grieving it, it makes me too sad, I'm going to drop it, instead saying, this matters so much to me, it obviously does, I'm grieving it, that I still need to make this happen. It matters that much to me, obviously, on an emotional level, how can I make this happen? There's a really powerful question in there. How can I make this happen? Remember, our brain loves to answer questions. So if you start to look at your goal and you start to feel that little sadness, instead ask yourself over and over and over again and write it out, how can I make this happen? So get really clear on how you need to pivot. Step two, why? Shocking, I know. But you guys, if you've been in my space for a while, you know how big I am on your purpose, on your passion, on your big, big, big fat why. Because when you get connected to the why, when you get connected to the purpose behind what you want to do, you will have no problem sustaining that process. You'll have no problem continuing. But there's a great quote with, purpose breeds persistence. You will persistence your way to the end of the goal. That was grammatically incorrect, but you guys still understand what I'm saying. So why must you, yes you, achieve this goal now? I'm going to tell you guys mine. When I had to pivot mine, I did the same thing. I said, okay, why is this still a must for me? Why is this still something I need to do? And I, I like to look at this why in two ways. I like to look at it as who I want to become or the why am I chasing this? Why am I chasing this passion? And what am I running away from? What am I avoiding? Who's the person that I would be if I didn't achieve this? And that, I, I'll, I'll speak from personal experience, that moving away from impacts and drives me a lot more than the moving towards. That's just who I am. That's how my brain works. You might be the other way. That's okay. But so I got really clear on what I'm chasing. I was chasing that feeling of crossing a motherfucking half marathon finish line, even if it was a metaphorical finish line. I was looking at who I'd be with my partner when we when we achieved this. I was looking at um, how I would be in my mindset. How would that 
I can achieve anything I put my mind to be further drilled into my brain. I was looking at how can I inspire others to be doing this? How can I inspire others to be doing something similar into their own lives, achieving their own goals? The list goes on and on. Moving away from, I was looking at the fact that what if I live my next 20, 50, 300, however old I'm going to be, years with the idea that I am not a runner. And just deciding to believe that for the rest of my life. But knowing on the inside that there's that little voice that told me, you can do this. You can achieve that thing that you really want to. And all those excuses I had in my head. How can I put them to the wayside? I have bad knees. My shin splints. Oh gosh. Like those things were high excuses and I let them drive that I'm not a runner force back into my body over and over and over again for 26 years. And I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to live my life like that. I want to be able to say that I am something and live it and finally live into that purpose. Plus, I want to know what these gosh darn runners are talking about when they're talking about a runner's high. And boy, howdy, did I figure that out because it feels amazing. But so I, I got really clear on my why, my moving towards and my moving away from why. Then I broke down how the heck I'm going to do this thing. Now, let me be clear. I would do all these three steps, the what, the why, and the how, whether I was in a quarantine goal or not. This is the foundation to a lot of goals that I achieve is the what, the how, and the why. But this one was different because obviously I'd already had a how because I made the how when I first created this goal. I made a very detailed list of how am I going to exercise? How am I going to eat? What night am I going to need to carbo load? When do I need to drink a crap ton of water? The answer is always, but I needed to get really, really clear. And then I needed to look at, okay, how do I need to change this? What outfits do I need to wear now? Because we're only running outside no longer in a gym. What types of foods do I need to eat? Because I can't get this food at a grocery store. During quarantine, or when that first quarantine spiral hit, I couldn't find pasta anywhere. And that was like one of the huge big things that I use for carbo loading. And I was really frustrated. Obviously, this is such a problem, like a, oh my gosh, like runner problem, man. But like, I was frustrated and I had to get really creative. How can I steer into the skid? And so on and so forth. But I had to get really creative on like, okay, that lakeshore path that I used to love and I used to run all the time that, that made me feel, feel so good, so free. And so like, oh, I could do this for forever. That path got closed. Where can I run now instead? That path got closed. Okay. Where can I run now instead? You guys understand where I'm going, but I had to get really clear on my new how. If I'm not going to have a um, mile by mile water station, how am I going to be able to have 13.1 miles worth of water? How am I going to be able to have 13.1 miles worth of snacks? Because you have to like refuel as you go. I learned that the hard way because I didn't one day and I almost died. Not really, but it felt like it. But you guys understand. So you have to get really clear on what you're wanting to achieve, why you're wanting to achieve it, and then how the frick you're going to pivot and steer into the skid. So I hope this helps you guys. And I want to end on one big final note. The world now more than ever is stressful, is scary, is really easy to go down a dark hole. Your goals 
and achieving things that you want to create for yourself, for your future higher life, should not be along that same line. They should be fun. This should be tapping into an amount of potential you never knew you had possible. I'm getting emotional here, but I, I feel very strongly about this because life is too short. Life is too uncertain to not enjoy, this is so cheesy, every step of the way <laughs> because you have everything you need right now to achieve the goal you want to achieve. Whether we're in quarantine or not, you have everything you need right now to take that next step. How amazing is that? How incredible, how what a gift. And I want you to look at this as an opportunity. I want you to look at this as what you get to do instead of what you have to do or should do because society is telling you, oh, you have all the time in the world. It's time to be the most productive human in the world right now. No, I took a day off yesterday. You're allowed to do this at your own pace. And have a crap ton of fun as you achieve something you once thought impossible. I want that to land. And I'm going to tell you, it might not be fun always. After a 12-mile practice run, I guess is a a way to say it, I called my runner friend and I cried. I sobbed to her because my knees hurt so bad. It was so hot outside. I was so dehydrated. Blah, 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 blah. Excuses, excuses, excuses. It's really hard to say. But it's not always fun. But that end result, you should be able to look back on this journey and say, wow, that was awesome. Look at what I did. How special is that? I hope you guys found something out of today's episode. I know this was kind of emotional. This got a lot more emotional than I thought I was going to get, but I appreciate you all being here. I want to know what your new goal, your new pivoted steer into this gig goal is. Please, please, please share it with me because I want to support you full heartedly with your goal, with your achievement. This is exciting. This should be something exciting. So I adore you all. I will talk to you all very, very soon. Have an amazing day. Seriously, have an amazing day. And just know that you are enough to do everything you want to put your mind to right now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Now, please take a moment to either rate the podcast five stars, write a little love note in the comments, or share it on social and tag me at Life Coach Baker. I mean, heck, you're an achiever. Why not do all three? It helps so much to get the word out there. Now go, take the leap, and achieve your dreams. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.